0: All right, quick bite of burrito, and then we'll start the show. Cool, I'll take a sip of water.
1: of the retro crap of the podcast where each month we continue our search for the best bad movies on the planet earth i am your host aaron and i am joined from across the world Whoa! Uh... by matt hey matt hey
0: dude How's how is on? this
1: oh, dude we're, pod- oh. we're podcasting transatlantic is not that... really
0: no no that's but not quite what that means
1: might as well be The middle of this country doesn't matter at all
0: so uh we're spanning three time zones yeah man
1: that's uh i'm i'm glad personally i'm glad that this is working out
0: oh i thought you were gonna say you were glad i was three time zones away and i was about to be ooh, <laughs> pretty yeah pretty miffed i'm pretty miffed about that one
1: you used yeah, to be no. directly above me and now the opposite side of the country and I, that's how i like it wow
0: that's good. How, how is, Cold-blooded.
1: How is life in our
0: nation's capital? Uh, Well, I'm not in Ottawa, specifically. Good.
1: It's a hole. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, yes, this side of the country, very different. Ontario is not British Columbia. Mm, I am well. not in a rainforest climate anymore. Nope. It snowed very heavily weeks yep. ago. Uh huh. Has not gone away. <laughs> no.
1: And it won't, uh, for several months.
0: That's what I've been told. Yeah. So far, not too bad. I'm. I like the snow a lot. I'm assuming I'll get very sick of it, but I like it right now.
1: Yeah, I'm giving you till. I'm gonna say by Christmas, you're gonna be done with snow.
0: By Christmas, well, yeah. I mean, uh-huh, yeah. that's fair.
1: But, you know, that's just me basing, I'm basing that off how I would react to being around that much snow all the time. Personally, I like my temperate climate, and I don't plan to leave it.
0: You know who does love this cold climate is... Is it your dog? Zelda, yeah. It's your dog, yeah. At last, having a huge, furry, long, black coat all the time makes sense.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: She's in her element.
1: Well, that's good. Until the summer,
0: and then she will hate her life desperately.
1: All right, enough of this (laughs) crap about your dog. We got to talk about The
0: Mandalorian. (laughs) Yes. You watch it? I did watch it. And I have one important question to ask you that I think you'll know the answer to. Hit me. Has there ever... Hold on. Is this a spoiler? I mean... Only very lightly, I think. Okay, let's
1: just put a blanket warning out there: spoilers for *The Mandalorian*. Jump to the time code in the description to skip past it, unless I forgot to put it in there. In which case, just kind of fast forward a bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, just gonna say, you're really gonna do the work <laughs> for that, or?
1: <laughs> I have done it before. I put, I made sure I put the *Avengers: Endgame* like spoiler time codes in there. So I'll, oh, I'll try and so make nice. sure I keep keep track of it. All right, hit me. What's your question?
0: Yeah. So, has there ever in the history of star wars shows and movies outside of the holiday special been a mention of life day because i cracked up so hard when that oh, was that's brought where up. you're going
1: no yeah. uh no there has not that is the so. life day is canon now yep um <laughs> thanks to that that blue dude at at the beginning
0: ah uh, i laughed I...
1: so hard oh my gosh I know for a fact John Favreau is a fan of the holiday special. Oh no! In, in particularly, or in particular, the uh, the Boba Fett cartoon. Oh gosh! Because that inspired the look of the Mandalorian character. Wow! With, okay. With the, sil- the silver helmet and and kind of the color scheme of his armor, and the rifle that he has in this show with like the tuning uh, fork at the end of it. Yeah! 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 That's the same weapon that Boba Fett has in the holiday special cartoon.
0: I had Which, wondered like, where I'd seen that before.
1: The the cartoon is the only redeemable part of the the holiday special.
0: And even then, it's it's like it's pretty
1: terrible. Y- yeah, it's not it's not great, but it's <laughs> if if someone like was like put a gun to my head and be like, you have to watch five minutes of the holiday special right now, I'd be like, well, I guess I'm watching the cartoon. Yeah, so,
0: that's the only answer.
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's not the whipster whipster bit, that's for sure. Oh, no, no, um, no. So, no, there has not been a mention of, of Life Day in Canada until now, which is great. And also, there was a recent interview where Jon Favreau said, yeah, I would love to make another holiday special. I just got to figure out how we'd make that work.
0: Oh, my God.
1: So, you know,
0: <laughs> there oh might be gosh. something.
1: Um, yeah, but... Okay, so let's let's talk about the uh, the rest of the show.
0: It's pretty great, right? It was. I like I I was trying to keep my expectations minimal because I didn't want to like overhype myself or anything just in case it wasn't that great and I'd be disappointed. So I was just kinda like sure, oh, I'm yeah. just gonna watch this. I'm just gonna just gonna see what it's like. And it was about five minutes it took, well, maybe even a bit less. That I was like, oh no, I love this. Yep. I'm so on board. It looks 100%. beautiful. There are practical special effects that just work so well. Yeah. Um, well, and... Apparently, a lot
1: of the backgrounds in, in the show are just, like, giant uh, L- L- uh, LCD screens. Oh, really? That, like, will react to how how the camera moves? I, I I don't understand it fully, but basically it's kind of the same. It's taking the technology that they used on the Jungle Book and the Lion King and and adapting it for like a full live action shoot where basically like the environment is is rendered live kind of like a video game in like a video game engine. Um, oh but it's then uh, yeah, projected onto these these LCD screens and the camera. How how they, however they move the camera, it will react. Uh, to
0: that. That's so interesting.
1: So like focal length, um, that kind of stuff will will change depending on how they move the camera. That's
0: the way I understood
1: it. Anyways, it was a very very technical, um, description <laughs> given in this in interview that I saw with. John Favreau and Bob Iger on on Vanity Fair, I think if anyone cares to like go go look for that, it's on, it's on Vanity Fair. You cool. can go check it out there. Um but yeah, I love I love that it looks expensive and yeah. yet at the same time kind of cheap.
0: <laughs> like
1: <laughs> like there's there's elements of it that like okay, clearly they spend a lot of money on this cuz it looks great, but then it's like but also it's a TV show and you can tell because like this bar set is pretty small and the practical aliens don't look that good and, but they don't look bad, but they don't look probably as good as they would if they were making a movie.
0: Yeah. I see what you mean. Uh, it, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like, like super high budget, but it, yeah, but it's not that it's bad. It's just it has it has a lot of character to it
1: for sure. Yeah, it's, and, and, and I kind of like that. Like I, I kind of wish that we had gotten maybe like a Star Wars TV show in like the late 80s or early 90s for like one or two seasons. That was kind of just. Not the greatest quality because that there's something <laughs> charming about that. Like, did you ever see the. uh the Planet of the Apes show from the 70s?
0: I don't think so, no.
1: Like, ooh, I don't know. I no. don't it, uh, It's not, like, obviously, it's not super high quality. Like, they, they spent money on the ape masks for, like, the two main ape characters. But not really the other ones. Like, they kind of, their mouths barely move. And... <laughs> And, you know, the sets are kind of, they probably reuse the same set kind of over and over again, and they're clearly just, like, shooting on some ranch in California, Um, you know, because it's a lot of just them running through some hills and the same kind of forests over and over again. But, like, at the same time, I kind of love that (laughs) because it, it, it... You can tell they were trying to make it better than than what it was, and that's kind of admirable in a way, you know?
0: Yeah, I get that.
1: And so I kind of wish we had gotten, like, a a Star Wars show that was, like, of the same budget of, say, like, Star Trek The Next Generation. Hmm. Or maybe, like, a little bit higher budget, because George Lucas probably would have just paid for it himself. But something, like, of that level for just, just like, one season. I just need, like twenty episodes or less of of that in the nineties. That would have been so sweet. That would have been fun, yeah. But you know, uh I am I am stoked that this is the the intro into Star Wars TV.
0: Yeah, I feel like bar set pretty high. Um and I mean one thing just uh that I'd love to shout out, I th- I think the the music is super yes. interesting. It yes, really, gonna really grabbed that. me. Um and so it's, I had to look up the composer. It's um, the guy that did Black Panther, right? It's the guy that did Black Panther which he won an Oscar for?
1: I think he was definitely nominated for. It's also the guy that like does all of Childish Gambinos. Yeah, that's like, right. They, ar- arranging and I'm
0: pretty sure producing. they met doing Community. Like I think he did some stuff for Community. Oh, okay, yeah,
1: that kind of makes sense.
0: Yeah, um yep, Oscar winning composer. I'm pretty sure it was for yeah, Black Panther. Black Panther, yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yeah, that's uh, he's he's great. Like the main Mandalorian theme is is pretty good. I can't remember it off the top of my head because every time I try to remember it, I just think of the theme from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. It's kind of (laughs) similar.
0: That's a similar theme you remember that one <laughs> yes yes i do it's
1: kind of some it's kind of similar to that which is good because then it kind of feels like john williams still so
0: yeah but yeah i mean like the the melody like the motifs and stuff are like super simple but they're just really really like sonic you know like they're just really yeah. well designed and there's like really interesting instruments. I really love it. Oh, I love it so much. I love hearing really like earthy woodwinds blended yeah, with blended sure. with like harsh synthesizers at the same time. That's just that's my jam. I love yeah. that.
1: Yeah. Well, you yeah, you as the composer in, uh, between the two of us. I'm sure you dug more deeply into it than I did, but I was just like this is a good jam.
0: Yeah, which I mean I that's would, what you need. I would, yeah. I would work
1: out to this. would <laughs> <It'd> work out. <laughs>
0: Get spoiled to the mandalorian if if i was gonna work out i would work out to this (laughs) (laughs) just to clarify um
1: but yeah all right so super major spoilers i guess what's up with the yoda
0: baby oh man no idea
1: no idea at all yoda and yaddle had a love child and that's the
0: yes that's the baby because timelines could work (laughs) out man yep that's exactly what i think Yoda and Yaddle could have gotten their fuck on, like before <laughs> before
1: the Phantom Menace. Yeah, no, I I've heard rumors that like maybe it's a clone of Yoda,
0: a clone.
1: Yeah, because apparently, and I haven't gone back to confirm this, but uh, the the doctor that that um, comes in when the the Mandalorian's talking to to Warner Herzog there in the first episode. Which, by the way, how fucking dope is it that Werner Herzog is in the Star Wars show?
0: Yeah, freaking awesome! I'm on I board. I want, I want that
1: voice all the time. <laughs> like, if that could be like the voice of Siri on my phone, I would totally have Werner Herzog be the voice of my phone. That would. It would be... take.
0: It would take longer to do anything. But totally, it would, but it would be so worth it. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, but yeah, ah. and the doctor in that scene, the guy that comes busting in and he's like, Oh shit, sorry. Uh-huh. Um, apparently he, the patch on his shoulder has the same insignia as the, uh, Cam, Cam, Caminoans? Camino, Caminoans? Oh. Yeah. And so it's either a clone of Yoda that they made that they want back or they want to clone this baby.
0: That's interesting.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm um, super duper. Like, I I was not expecting that. Like, as soon as I saw the ears in the first episode, I was like, "Fucking come on, man, seriously!"
0: <laughs> and then it was it was confusing, for sure.
1: But like, I'm in.
0: Yeah, me too. I mean, first of all, it's fucking adorable. Yeah, love it. And then it it does add this this layer of, of mystery that I was not expecting from this show that, that really, really drew me in.
1: I was expecting it to be a very like grounded, simple kind of no, like I was not expecting there to be any force users in this.
0: Yeah. Same. That took me by surprise.
1: And one day we will get a show or a movie or something. Lucasfilm will have the guts to deliver us a, a piece of star Wars, um, media in which the force is not present
0: yeah but it is not this day (laughs) no Uh, it would be so easy to do like there's so much interesting stuff in the anyway yeah yeah eventually
1: i i I think so too but yeah who knows i i'm so happy with this though like i kind of hate that it's every friday that I have to wait like I would I would binge watch the crap out of this
0: oh yeah so used to Netflix is dropping like, I would binge watch this shows. every Friday <laughs> yeah for real right the whole thing um I mean last week I
1: uh, I bought Jedi fallen order on Friday and so while I was installing I made myself a bunch of tacos and I sat there and I re-watched ep- the first episode of course before I went and watched the new episode because that's Nash. how Fucking long it takes to install fifty gigabyte game. Yeah, um, which is pretty fun, by the way.
0: Yeah, good. I mean, I've heard decent things. Like well, you know, there's always a handful of people that hate everything, but yeah, yeah. It Look, it looks really fun. I would, I would love well, to try it. Speaking
1: of hating everything, uh, did you see the, <laughs> did you see the thing that uh, uh, Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy released today? Or no. maybe it was yesterday. I can't remember. Um, basically, where she was like, "Yeah, Ryan Johnson made a great movie, and I love The Last Jedi, and we intentionally set out to like challenge our fans, and we wanted to move the property forward instead of just making the same movie over and over again." So, yeah, if you're basically it's just saying if you're la- mad about The Last Jedi, grow up and suck it.
0: Love it. Oh, that makes me (laughs) so happy to hear.
1: She did it in like the most politically safe way she could, where she's like, well, you know, it was very, it was good to know that the fans out there care so much about this property, and (laughs) we try our best to make sure that we are taking good care of the brand and the story is we we have been handed the keys to this story and we're the keepers of it and we want to move it forward in the best way possible but at the same time we want it to evolve and we want to create new ideas and we want to challenge the audience and we don't want to just make the same thing over and over again it's <laughs> like so it's yes. basically a way of saying like all right we hear you but Shut, Shut up about up. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stop stop being so butthurt about a movie. Oh, boy. Yeah. So that's great. Um, love it. Anyways, let's talk about another uh, beloved science fiction franchise. Well, first of all, is there anything else you want to talk about? No, I I still let's
0: jump into it. Cool, man. I still haven't finished Dark Crystal, so
1: when I get around to that, we'll...
0: Oh, yes, I would love to talk about Dark Crystal. Yes, next month. How about?
1: That's that's one that I would have taken week to week.
0: <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's so rare to find a show that isn't bingeable. It's so hard I thought, to get through multiple like multiples of that show cuz it's so heavy and intense. Yeah.
1: I mean, I felt the same way about most of the Marvel Netflix shows too though. Like the first one and a half seasons of Daredevil very watchable. Mm. Did not make it into the 3rd um made it about halfway through Jessica Jones. Made it about 3 episodes into Luke Cage. Never started Iron Fist. Never started The Defenders. I think that's all of them. Oh, I never finished. I watched the first season of The Punisher but not the second.
0: I liked The Punisher I think the most.
1: Just just yeah. Yeah, Punisher was good. I just couldn't get into them. It was just like they were too long. They, needed, they either needed to be half the length, like, the episodes either needed to be half the length they were, or they needed to cut the episode order in half. Because like, 13 episodes just seemed to drag on for so long. And I was like, just give me eight episodes of amazing content instead of 13 episodes of, like, okay content, you know? Yeah. And, and like, Daredevil season one I thought was... 13 episodes of really really good content. Yes. And the first half of season 2 was really really good, and then when they got rid of the Punisher and moved into the Electra storyline, I was like, whatever. Yeah, not as good. um but yeah. So, let's move into what uh we watched this month, which was a Indeed. user uh request um whose name I should have looked up. Oh yeah, we started this well
0: we can uh, just I'll, we can just I'll, make one up if you want i'll give him i'll give him a shout out at the end
1: how about that i'm pretty sure his name's thomas mm. but if it wasn't thomas i'll give you a proper shout out at the end and maybe i'll cut this part out where i got your name
0: wrong or we can just call him thomas for the rest of the episode and then it'll be really funny at the end when you're wrong
1: <laughs> we could
0: also do that
1: yeah um. All right. Let's let's get let's get stuck in. We did. Fuck. Uh, what do we do? Doctor Who the movie.
0: Timing malfunction. The Master. He's out. there
1: You have two hearts. Who are you? I am the
0: Doctor. He's taken most of my regenerations. By midnight tonight, this planet will be pulled inside out. There will be nothing left. No way, Sway. This is his last chance to stay alive, and you know it. What do you know of last chances? More than you!
1: Let's talk about Doctor in the movie. I did confirm yeah. it, by the way. It is uh, it is Thomas. He also sent us a bunch of... He was the one that sent us a bunch of Doctor Who uh episodes, oh,
0: episodes. yeah. To
1: watch. Because he was like, would you like to you know you try and get into doctor who because we had talked about doing like you give me your best episodes of doctor who and i try to watch them <laughs> full disclosure i'm not a doctor who fan just for the people out there i've, I've tried to get into the show a couple of times and before you at, at me yes i've seen blink <laughs>
0: I've, I've seen that one <laughs> uh i love um, that episode i do
1: of all the doctor who I've seen that one is probably the best. But let's get let's get stuck right into the movie. How uh, as, as a Doctor Who fan, what did you think about it? Because that's what I want to know.
0: Yeah, well I mean um...
1: cuz obviously I have opinions. But mm-hmm. I feel like maybe I need to defer to you on this one a little bit.
0: Well no, it's going to be really interesting having the two perspectives. You aren't very much into Doctor Who, but you know more about movies. You'll have a lot to say. I I really enjoy Doctor Who. I I don't know. I I don't know if I can call myself a a fan exactly because I, I haven't been for a really long time. I am not. <laughs> Cuz that Wait, isn't that from Dr. Seuss?
1: <laughs> no. It's the Who. Whoians well who's living who
0: oh sorry dr dr whovian i think is a character Ian horton here's a who
1: oh yeah okay i'm pretty sure dr who fans call themselves whovians maybe i'm wrong
0: Mm, see i don't even know so i can't i can't say that i am but i Uh, do love the dr who that i have seen all right Um, fair enough enough. and so for me it was like i haven't seen dr who in a very long time at this point um well i say a very long time it's probably been a year um but it was partially really fun to kind of go back into that universe where i have so many memories i have so many emotions tied to it where i'm like oh yeah you know tardis and time lords and stuff like oh i haven't seen this yeah. in a long time it's great uh but you know the other part of me um doesn't like watching really bad movies so
1: <laughs> okay so it's so you'd say it's not great
0: <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm comfortable coming right out at the gate and saying that this is not a very good movie
1: <laughs> okay cool because i also kind of felt that way but i was like yeah maybe just because i am not a i'm not a big who who
0: fan so nope, that's not the reason
1: <laughs> okay. But but also this seemed to remove like a lot of elements of Doctor who like he doesn't have his sonic screwdriver, the Tardis is barely in it. There's no Daleks. The is the master a thing? Or was that a new character for this or
0: No, the master is the arch nemesis of the Doctor. Always. Yeah, I think throughout the entire series that's been the case. Oh, okay.
1: Because I was just assumed it was the Daleks, but um...
0: they, they're they're like the arch enemy of the Time Lords, kind of. Okay, Like right. a species, but the Master is kind of the 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 Moriarty of the series. Okay,
1: all right. But uh, now you're speaking my
0: language. Yeah, now I know. now yeah. I understand. Yeah. Now you made a,
1: it's uh, the the Master is the Lord Zed of. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> of the doctor who I got gotcha. you I'm I'm with you I just said doctor yes. whoville uh doctor anyways whoville mm.
0: <laughs> yes the lord zed that is the perfect comparison there
1: it is cool um oh. yeah so I <clears throat> I did laugh a lot during this oh my favorite part uh was when doctor who uh lands the tardis in san francisco and is immediately machine gunned <laughs> to death by a game of
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> by I, like a chinese street gang yeah i didn't see that i mean like i oh we, my I, god i first saw the doctor and i recognized this doctor as being from yeah. a previous and i was like oh okay so though the doctor of this movie has to come in, so this guy has to die because I knew about the whole regeneration thing. Sure, yeah, but I'm familiar. Was, I was familiar with that bit too. It was a surprise that he just steps out of the TARDIS, completely unaware of his surroundings, gets shot immediately. Yeah. Just like, oh, yeah,
1: so I just step out of my police box and I'm incredibly British and what? <laughs> <laughs> just immediately. gets just immediately machine- I laughed so hard. I rewound it like five times and just watched him oh, get shot cool. over and over again. Was it special. was so funny. And then I made my girlfriend watch it. when she The next time she was over, I was like, you have to watch this. She's like, I don't know anything about Doctor Who. I'm like, does it matter? Just watch this part. <laughs> <laughs> and she thought it was ridiculous. But yeah. Uh, love it. That was a great way to start the movie. So off the bat, I'm in. I just want to yeah. say, like, right sure. off the bat, I was like, Okay. We're in San Francisco, even though it's really Vancouver. And um, fun fact: this is the only Doctor Who uh, thing that was shot outside of either outside of the UK or outside of Europe. I can't remember which one exactly, but probably Europe. But I mean, yeah, probably Europe. But yeah, uh, was shot in Vancouver.
0: Hmm.
1: So that's cool, I guess. Um, it would and be cooler
0: th- if the movie didn't suck so much.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the guy that plays Doctor Who uh, is also the guy who plays Gallic, the crazy prisoner in Alien 3.
0: Yep. I recognized <laughs> his face after a little while and I had to look it up for myself and I was like, oh my gosh, that's Gallic? What yeah. the
1: frick? For those unfamiliar with the character names in Alien 3, which is understandable, uh, Galick is the one that's like, it was a dragon!
0: Yeah. Yeah yeah it's a super crazy one it makes everything worse yeah he like slits the guy's throat and he's immediately like
1: sorry 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 which is not a nice gesture i suppose
0: yeah i mean it's mixed having just murdered someone (laughs) and hey yeah the guy who played the master was also super familiar to me and i looked him up did you recognize that guy
1: no it also took me a little
0: while but eventually i was like i know i've seen that face and I have on a not Alien Three, but Brooklyn nine nine. Uh the guy who plays the master in this movie also plays Jimmy the Butcher Figus. Oh yeah, okay. Right? Totally. Yep. Um, um okay, yeah. No, I totally see it. I totally see it. That's great. Yeah, also I hear him hear him talking on his hear. Hello, Peralta. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I can't get it out of my head now. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. No, I totally, uh,
1: totally missed that. But now, now that you pointed out that it's totally, that's yeah, that's where it's from. The butcher. I said totally a lot. just like, there. yeah, totally, man. Totally. Uh, so what, uh, what I'm interested to hear from you is because mm-hmm. obviously there's things that make this movie bad and that just generally it's not very good. Yep. um but what uh what stops it from being because something can be whoa geez sorry settle <laughs> down because something can be not a good movie but still be a good doctor who movie or, or something you know what i mean like um like what's a good example of something like
0: i don't know use or, power rangers again Okay, so Power
1: Rangers, um, <laughs> the twenty seventeen reboot. No, that's just good. It's um,
0: amazing. Yeah,
1: I like it a lot. I think it. that I think that does work as a. You could show that to someone who's not a Power Rangers fan, and they would get it. Um, okay, Power Rangers the movie.
0: Yeah, like episode one of this show. Yeah. Exactly. Don't go back and listen to that.
1: <laughs> like, work backwards through the through the catalog. I say,
0: yeah, I think <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, uh,
1: or the Jason X episode is great, but oh yes, uh, Power Rangers the movie. It, it kind of re- no. This is a bad analogy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, you know, how there's something where you could like make an argument. Like, okay, uh, maybe Solo isn't a good movie but it's a it's a good star wars movie you know i don't know if that's if solo is the right example for that but like like people will say that right where they'll be like um oh there's probably a james bond example like um i don't know good tomorrow never dies it's a good james bond movie but it's not a good movie you know like
0: that kind of thing that one i get that's the one let's stick with that one okay i'm on board war never dies been... yeah
1: it's the one where the guy is killing people so that he can write newspaper headlines about it oh. and start like a multimedia <laughs> conglomerate company he's like creating it's the news so that, can, <laughs> so that he can be have the exclusives like it, it's a weird it's yeah. real dumb yeah. <laughs> um but it works as a james bond movie so, so there, that's our example. So does this, <laughs> to bring it back to Doctor Who, this is a bad TV movie, Mm-hmm. but does it, what makes it a bad Doctor Who movie?
0: Oh, so glad you asked, Aaron. Um, well, thing, well, I mean, like, I'm not gonna pretend that I know everything that makes Doctor Who great. Uh, sure there but there I mean there's been a lot of people who play the doctor Um, some people you know they have different takes on it but there's always like every single time I've seen the doctor and really enjoyed it there's always this otherworldly quality to the acting of Mm. the doctor where they are they're this weird mix of like highly intelligent and kind of insane there's like they're like really whimsical and incredibly dark at the same time like okay like there's a lot of weight of the world stuff on the doctor's shoulder um but then you know he's also highly excitable you know right um and so there's and again, different doctors do it differently, but that kind of quality that it really makes the doctor's character, um, is something that I've, I've come to appreciate cause it's not easy and seeing people do it well makes me happy cause I enjoy acting. Um, right. and I'm so, I'm sorry, uh, to Paul McGann, but wow, it was a real fucking terrible performance as the doctor.
1: Really? Yes. Okay. Cause I was going to say like, one of the things I liked about this movie was that I liked Paul McGann.
0: Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well he just like I I just felt like he came across as way too just like insane and like scared and bewildered a lot of the yeah. time that I was like this isn't the doctor, really.
1: Okay, think. see, yeah, so I, so I so I don't really know the doctor as a character. So is it normal for him to not remember who he is when he wakes up from like regenerating?
0: Uh from what I remember, that's not entirely normal, like he, has, like the doctor has to has to rediscover who he is as a new person. Mm, but i mm-hmm. I don't remember there being like a profound amount of amnesia involved in that where he's running around um or like stumbling around naked because he was in a market. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, like can't even talk it seems like. Like I that's that all seems strange. I don't know what yeah. That was about. Yeah, I think
1: there were think there was some line in there where he was like, "Oh, I was gone too long this time or something like that."
0: Hmm, maybe I missed it.
1: Then like he was uh, like maybe he he was dead for too long and I don't know. The scene where he uh wakes up and um the guy, the guy at the morgue, is watching Frankenstein, and like those scenes are intercutting. That's when I was like,
0: well, "That's a bit
1: on the nose, don't you think?"
0: A little bit, yeah. Uh, but or also, I, was just, like, oh. I, I forgot to look it up. But that dude at the morgue, who's like this kind of goofy, cheery, jolly dude, and I yeah. honestly think was my favorite actor of the whole movie. Okay. I think. I think that might have been the crazy bartender from How I Met Your Mother.
1: Oh, like the one that owns, or the one that's always at the
0: bar that they drink at? Yeah. And he's like, You looking at my toupee? You know? Oh, like, that guy,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just like
0: super, <laughs> he's like super insane. Yeah. Yeah. I think that might have been him. And. Honestly, yeah, I really liked his performance in this movie. (laughs) I don't know why, Uh, but I want to look it up. It was just so funny to me.
1: Um. Yeah, there was a couple bits that I thought were kind of on the nose. Another one is that at the very beginning, when he's in the Tardis, like traveling to bring the Master's essence to wherever or whatever, he's just sitting in an (laughs) armchair reading the Time Machine.
0: Yeah. Like that was that wasn't
1: wear... clever. Oh, just like ugh, seriously.
0: Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, um yeah. Well, and those no, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, so there 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 was that um that I wasn't like super happy with and another thing uh that that made it not great to watch was just that the graphics were like disgusting. <laughs> well, yeah. And I kind of expected that to... Uh... But it, like I don't know, case. I it it felt it was it was like you were talking about before where you were you wish that there was a Star Wars movie where, like they didn't necessarily have the huge budget, but then weren't held back by that and still tried really hard. This felt like mm. they neither had the budget nor tried hard. Gotcha, gotcha. Just kind of gross. And then there was just a lot of, I mean, like Doctor Hold Who on. has a lot of weirdness and a lot of mystery. That's a, I mean, that's that's in a lot of Doctor Who stuff, but it's usually either in in that kind of realm of of like soft magic systems where there there isn't there isn't a reasonable way to explain it but it is acceptable and then a handful of things that's like oh these weave together this way and that's why this is how it is like part of the mystery is explained for you but there was just a lot going on in this movie that i felt like as the viewer just was not made clear at all that made me not care as much about the movie like the whole you know like time lords regenerate and then but the masters used up all of his lives and the daleks incinerate him because he was on trial all of that i understand and i'm on board with um but in the beginning preamble um as we're being told this we also are told that the master has a last request and that the yeah. daleks grant that request that doesn't make sense at all um and the fact that that request is for his remains to be taken back sure that's fine um but then why are his remains still alive and they just break out of the little case and why ghost cobra yeah and why are his remains sputum i th- I figured he would be ashes because i thought he was incinerated or disintegrated or whatever but no it this sputum comes out and turns into yeah a ghost snake first of all is sputum a real word i think so but you're making me doubt myself however i am at a computer and i will look up the word sputum cool cool a butum um, is a pole weapon that was used in Europe during the 13th century. Awesome. Were you trying
1: to make like a jism analogy?
0: Uh not specifically. I definitely I wasn't Okay. All right. Well, well, I mean, I might as well have. Let's be real. We know
1: where my mind where my mind is. Um it it kind of follows I guess a similar sort of the similar sort of idea of what at least what i assume doctor who is which is the doctor teams up with a woman
0: um, a, to... a human but it's it's often a female companion
1: often a female okay i thought it was always a female but i guess maybe jody whitaker would have a dude does she have a dude companion
0: i actually don't know i've never seen any of her stuff
1: oh okay that's the stuff that i'm most curious about fair um, probably just because it's, it's the newest and also I really like Jodie Whittaker from Attack the Block
0: oh that's where I know her
1: yeah yeah, she was the one that uh, Finn mugs at the beginning it was a fun movie it was a fun movie I really like it yeah. good. Um. so yeah so mostly it's the Doctor going on an adventure with a companion Um, but it kind of removes a lot of the classic Doctor Who elements which we kind of talked about a little bit earlier which is like he doesn't have his sonic screwdriver yeah. he doesn't have or the TARDIS is in it but like barely in it um yeah. I don't really know what the deal with the eye is I did like the part actually where they he opened the door to the TARDIS and the guy on the motorcycle like drove in and like crashed into something and then like turned around and drove out that was really good
0: that was weird
1: uh, yeah um <laughs> There's a lot of weird stuff in this yeah uh it was it was interesting for me as a non who fan to kind of watch it and try and figure out a what was going on <laughs> and b whether this was good on on like a just a straight movie level, which off the bat, I was like, eh, not really. And then to the part B of that, or two, depending on which scale I've been using, um, was me trying to figure out, like, oh, is this a good movie if you're a Doctor Who fan? Yeah. And I, I'm guessing by your reaction that it's not.
0: It does not seem to be the case. Again, there were, like, elements of, like, oh, man, I haven't... I haven't, you know, like been in this in this universe for a while. So I was like there was a little part of me that was excited at some things. But then again, like there was not enough elements of what I love about Doctor Who to make me right. like the movie, really. Gotcha. My voice got kinda weird there. Right, uh, <laughs> uh, Didn't uh, like it that much. Right. <laughs> that's all right. We
1: get goblin y sometimes when we're tired. It's it's understandable. Um so, what, uh, yeah, the basic plot of the movie, I guess, is like Doctor Who shows up on Earth after the Master's essence causes a, a time malfunction.
0: Yeah, the, the snake sputum, which I'm just going to stick with, goes inside Go the TARDIS it. somehow. Yeah. And makes it crash. Mm hmm. Um, and then the Doctor's response is to immediately leave the TARDIS. Uh-huh. Yeah. And get shot. Um yeah. and then Which, the sp- again, best part of the movie. <laughs> yeah. So good. Oh, happened way too early. It was all downhill from there. Uh and then the sputum just kind of yeah. goes out the keyhole of the TARDIS and follows them, the kid who finds him. I think his character's name is Lee. Um I don't remember exactly. Um he follows it was, them it in was an Lee. ambulance. Oh, yeah, I think, yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: pretty pretty racist.
0: Yeah, it was, well, like, yep.
1: I don't know. It was the 90s. It, it, was. Was, a, it was. It was a different time. Okay. Don't, don't
0: pull that. <laughs> so then the sputum snake just oh my gosh. Kind of follows them for, like, a long time, and the doctor's taken to the hospital, which, of course, which, like, to me immediately, I'm like, oh, that's a red flag, because the doctor can't go to the hospital. He's a freaking alien yeah he has two hearts and then like right away the person who takes the x-rays like this guy has two hearts and and just like to drive like for me the the reason uh the scene was so frustrating for so many reasons but one of them was that it was a female nurse who did the work took the photo yeah. and relayed the information this man has two hearts then the male doctor said that's impossible it's a double exposure Okay, sure, but I mean... Didn't even didn't even entertain the possibility that it wasn't a double exposure. Just immediately like, no, that's not possible. Now let's put him in surgery. Yeah, okay. I
1: can, I can see how that but then also, could be frustrating. But also, I feel like most doctors and not just male doctors, I'm sure most doctors would be like, if someone, if one of their nurses, male or female nurses, came out to them and was like, hey, this guy's got two hearts, they'd be like, what no come on it's got to be a double exposure
0: but like no follow-up no asking why would you say that like i don't know i also well, didn't f- he
1: didn't you look at the x-ray
0: uh he might have briefly glanced at it but it wasn't an in- inspection as far as i remember maybe i don't
1: know i don't know if you can go full me too on this one
0: well it was also <laughs> frustrating just because like oh like it's in my in my head i was like oh it's a big deal if the doctor ends up in the hospital cuz he's a freaking alien and like yes people will and be he, called
1: he does have two hearts he does. and they tell you that so many times it's a, that's a big
0: thing <laughs> time lords have two hearts um but but then yeah to just to just be like oh it wasn't actually like it didn't really matter mm-hmm. like no one guessed that he was an alien yeah I okay. think he yeah. even
1: says, like on the operating table, I'm I a, have two hearts. I, yeah, I'm, I'm not he says, human. like I'm human, I have two hearts. <laughs> and they're like, oh, Okay, buddy, here's the gas. Just uh, yeah. just suck that in. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so then and so then the uh, the uh the the female lead, I, I can't remember the actress's name right now, but she uh is I don't the... even remember the character's name grace
1: oh yeah it might be grace
0: that sounds right yeah cool good for me <laughs> i mean maybe it's wrong but oh, we'll we'll stick with it yeah she goes into surgery but he's not human and so she accidentally yeah, kills him <laughs> it is grace
1: dr grace
0: perfect but yeah like it would have been way cooler if he just died from the gunshot right off the bat but instead he dies in surgery oh
1: dude the guy who plays the master is also the um, one of the mobsters in The Dark Knight. Oh. He's uh, the one who's on trial at the beginning uh, when they uh, his buddy tries to execute or tries to shoot uh, Aaron Eckhart when he's he's like cross examining him, and then his gun jams, and so Aaron Eckhart like punches him out. And then he's like, oh, oh, carbon fiber made in China. If you want to kill a public servant, I suggest you buy American. <laughs> and then the judge is like, court is adjourned. And they like arrest the guy. And he's like, well, your honor, I'm not done. <laughs> anyways, that was, that's the guy that.
0: That's, that's Eric Roberts.
1: That's Eric Roberts. Yeah. Huh. Fun. Um, so anyways. Uh, yeah, she kills him. And then he comes back as Paul McGann.
0: Yeah, but one thing that doesn't make sense to me. This is another mm-hmm. thing that that I thought was like, is this is this normal? Um, I don't know why I'm holding up three fingers right now, but anyway, um, maybe it's the third thing, and I just don't remember. Um, so he flatlines because she like has a camera in him and gets lost and doesn't know where she is, and then it gets stuck and he starts dying because of that, and they get the defibrillators, you know, clear and they pump them a good number of times. Um, and then eventually they hit him, and he lunges up out of his his ta- off the table and screams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After which, immediately they do it again, <laughs> and then he dies.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, of course he dies, because as we know from the movie uh, Flatliners, the paddles don't actually st- restart your heart; they actually stop it. Yeah, but you you the what I guess how CPR works is you get uh, um, a minor heart rhythm going, and then the paddles are enough of a, a a shock to the system that actually stops that like irregular heart rhythm that you get from CPR and then starts it going properly. Don't quote me on this. Not a medical <laughs> professional we'll ask our friend the doctor later
0: yes we will do that yeah. um but it it, dr. it dr. seems the old dr d wait yeah. you? what
1: we have well, two friends that are doctors well one's almost a doctor
0: but... oh dr double d dr double d yeah, yeah that's a man just in case anyone
1: thinks we're (laughs) being really gross just in case anyone thinks we're being gross definitely a dude with a gigantic head
0: (laughs) love you double d um full of
1: brains for doing medicine anyways um, hefty yeah
0: and yeah so i mean it's i mean i've never been in the situation where i was defibrillating someone um no. but I assume no, that neither. if I do it and they wake up and they scream that I would stop <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I should probably do that. Right? Like, that seems what like gonna what gonna I don't do.
1: remember specifically, does he wake up, scream, and then fall back onto the table? Uh, or does he wake up and scream and then like while he's like sitting up and screaming, they're like, ah, <laughs> and, like, <laughs> zap him again. I
0: mean, he does fall back onto the that table. That
1: would have been amazing. It would have been fault. <laughs> <incredible. laughs> He realizes, so it was like, oh, and They're like, "Ah!" It like shocked him again, and then he died. <laughs> because that would have been so good. That would, yeah, have been terrible,
0: yeah. But no, no, no. Like he falls back down on the table, but they don't wait. Like, yeah, it's like ah, yeah, oh, right. and then he hits the table, and they do it again, and then right. he, and then he flatlines, and they're like, oh, "Call it." <laughs> <laughs> it was so I yeah.
1: What I do love though is that the doctor uh not not the doctor but the the medical doctor that they call uh dr grace was uh at the opera i believe oh yeah she when, was on call she, she was on a date at the opera yeah and she was at the opera and then she gets paged <laughs> and so she heads into surgery in her like opera ball gown yep and like at the end she's like um talking to lee about um his like personal effects and stuff (laughs) and she's just like just she's wearing like a ball gown (laughs) while she's doing it yeah i thought that was that was really great um but yeah the the, what strikes me is the worst thing about this movie is that it kind of serves no point Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like yep. it was supposed to be the revival of the show in a way. Like they were going yes. to um they were going to try and pick up the series after this, um, but then I guess it didn't wasn't well received or they just decided not to
0: for whatever it was reason. Not well received.
1: Um so then we had to wait till Christopher Ackleston showed. He was the first one in the New Who, right?
0: Yes. Yeah, Yeah. the reboot started with Eccleston as the ninth Doctor.
1: Yeah. Uh, That's where I started. I wasn't crazy about Eccleston, but I like Billy Piper.
0: Yeah, Billy Piper, I think, does a great job, and her character is incredibly interesting in that series. Yeah. Um,
1: But again, I didn't really watch that much.
0: But yeah, so I think
1: what this kind of fails to do is, again, it doesn't. It it doesn't. um, That's what I'm going for. It it serves no purpose in that the doctor doesn't get a new companion. Nope. At the end of it, because Grace decides to stay on Earth.
0: Yeah, that was Uh, actually one thing I really enjoyed as a Doctor Who fan is that like people are like totally swept away by like this crazy mysterious enthralling doctor and like usually almost always if 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 he says to a human you know come with me you know then they they do Mm -hmm. but grace's response to come with me was you come with me (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) and i was like oh that's amazing i that's my favorite part of the movie probably as a doctor who fan at least yeah, as a human being, it was when good. he got shot. But as a Doctor Who fan, I thought that was mm-hmm. hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that, that, that was good.
1: But, it's just, yeah, it just kind of serves no purpose, I guess. Does the Master come back in the new series? Like in the reboot?
0: Uh, Yep, eventually. Um, yeah, I, okay, I th- great. I think only once in the reboot. I, I can't remember exactly now, but, yeah, I think actually maybe Simon Pegg plays him. I don't remember now, but. Ooh, okay, back in. Or, no, wait, is it? No, is it Simon Pig? No.
1: Okay, I'm out. Um, Yeah, it it just kind of like, if you skipped right over this, it wouldn't matter. You know? Like, he lands on Earth. Uh, the Master tries to take over his body. Can we talk about the body taking over scene, by the way? That was a note that I took. Oh, where gosh. He's got the Doctor in a rig with... Uh, with like the clockwork orange, like hooks, like keeping his eyes open constantly, because he needs to look into the eye. Not yeah. me if I'm getting this wrong. Okay. But he needs to look into the eye, and then the master can take over his body. Is that?
0: I mean, that's that's what I remember from the movie. Yeah. 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 Cool. But... I mean, it didn't. It didn't make sense to me. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Like fair enough.
1: Didn't didn't make sense to me either. But that's you know, I I I chalked that up to, well, I don't know that much about Doctor Who, so maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> um. I'm just looking at my notes here, and I, I what I wrote down was, "You think he's going to a better hospital?"
0: <laughs> Again, that dude. The the freaking bouncer dude from How I Met Your Mother, yeah, was hilarious. He was so funny.
1: Yeah, when the doctor is reincarnated and and busts out of the morgue uh, and runs away, (laughs) Um, Grace shows up and she's like, Where'd he go? He's like, What? You think he went to a better hospital? Uh, Uh, So good. So good.
0: It is is pretty amazing.
1: Um, Also, why does. Everyone in this movie smell candy. Including the doctor. The doctor has some candy. He has like a little bag of candy. (laughs) And every time, before he eats it, he sniffs it. I could not tell you. And then he puts it in his mouth. And there's several scenes where he offers other people candy. And they all smell it first. And pop it in their mouth. And them, I kind of get. Because it's like, okay, weird British guy's giving me candy. (laughs) Maybe it's poison. Uh... But... The yeah the doc I don't
0: no it's just it's just get, super weird they
1: all smell it so weird all right well yeah but like the main the main plot of the movie is like okay the the master wants to get his get, take over the doctor's body and the doctor needs to like steal a piece of a turbo clock in order to
0: um atomic clock that's what it's called an atomic
1: clock that's what it was in order to fix the tardis. And I don't even remember how he stops the the master, but he does somehow
0: the master gets sucked into the
1: into the eye? the eye. yeah, that's right oh yeah he he the doctor convinces Lee that he's not uh that he shouldn't team up with the master
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that you should he should be a good guy and Lee's like, all right fine, and he kinda i don't know he probably hits the master with a stick or something I can't remember. I kind of tuned out near the end, if I'm being totally honest. No,
0: that's totally fair. I, mean, I did. Yeah. Well.
1: Um. So I, I, don't know. I'm not. I don't. I don't feel like. I can really talk much more about this
0: movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, that's fair. I,
1: I did, I did laugh at times. Specifically, when he got shot <laughs> to death at the very beginning, that Ooh, was funny.
0: There was one more amazing time. So he needs to get an atomic clock, happens to see one on the television. It's at, yeah. from a university of San Francisco or whatever. And it's being unveiled because it's counting down to the change of the millennium. And so mm. he's racing mm-hmm. off, but then because of the eye being open, the master saw and heard what was going on with the doctor and also knows about the clock. And so they're racing to the clock and the doctor's racing to the clock, but then they're stuck in traffic because, right. because a, a semi truck is across the road and it has one of those flat beds, you know, that would hold a lot of stuff. Yeah. And it's, and it's got a bunch of chickens on it. There is no there are no cages. There's no hay. Yeah. There's <laughs> there's nothing on right. the back of this semi truck but chickens. Just a bunch of chickens And the first time we're shown this scene There's also a cop car nearby A few of the chickens are now on the cop car And a cop walks into the scene Carrying a chicken And puts it back onto the semi truck, Like he's <laughs> gathering chickens To go back on this semi truck That has no cages or walls <laughs> or anything Yeah Do you think
1: there's one of those scenes Where they're just like, like Just do it, no one will notice <laughs> Probably Probably
0: it didn't because there's no the extra, there's no reason.
1: Yeah, the extra is like, so what? You want me to just take the chicken, and just put it on the truck? Like, yeah, just put it on the truck. No one, it's fine. It's it's fine. just start to start the seat. No one's gonna notice. The doctor's gonna run in in two seconds and start talking. to you. It'll be fine. Just, just put the chicken back on the truck.
0: It was pretty pretty fucking ridiculous. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <sighs> I'd say so. Well, let's write this song, bitch.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's one that's one big pile of shit.
1: <laughs> that is one big pile of shit. I think it's one big pile of shit too.
0: It has to be. It's not. It's not good enough to be a, a Breakfast Club fist bump, but and it wasn't funny no, enough no. to be craptacular. So we just we have to put it in. Yeah, slot number three.
1: I think, like, if you're like a diehard Who fan, you have probably already seen it. Um. But if you haven't, I, I don't know, maybe watch it if you're like a completionist, I guess.
0: That would be the only reason. But also, if you're a completionist who likes Doctor Who, good frickin' luck.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's literally episodes that the BBC just taped over. Because they're like, oh, we need another tape. Yep. Let's we'll just, we'll just use this one. <laughs> because no one will care. The, yeah, that's a big, a big thing that the BBC used to do. Eric Idle famously bought the BBC new tapes to replace all of the tapes that monty python's flying circus was being stored on because they were going to tape over them and he's like no i want to preserve my work so however many tapes um monty python's flying circus is on i will buy you new tapes
0: i think we might have you talked the...
1: about this before on a i think we did this episode yeah. actually we, we might have yeah but I um, was like, yeah, that was the thing that they did. They, they would just tape over stuff. And they'd be like, who would ever want to watch this again? <laughs>
0: uh, they should have taped
1: over this movie, probably.
0: Probably. That would have been nice.
1: Yeah. Uh, but then we would never have seen the Doctor get machine gunned to death by a Chinese street gang. So, you know, you win some, you lose some. I think that one's a win. If you're going to do anything, just Google Doctor Who the Movie machine gun street gang death. <laughs> You'll yeah, probably find that. all that. Yeah. Be the I'll try and I'll try and find just the clip and, and I'll tweet it when this episode goes out. Yeah. Because fuck, man, it's so funny. It's pretty great. Just an old British man being murdered. Gangland style in the middle of an alleyway. It's pretty special. By firing squad. It's so funny. It shouldn't be funny. Like when you say that, that would have in real life. Obviously not funny, <laughs> but in movie form. Very funny.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, and there was one. Um, more, there was one more thing about this movie actually that, like, actually the the beginning credits go on, and it actually lifted my spirits a bit to be like, oh, maybe this won't be so bad. And that's that the music was composed by John Debney. I saw his Ooh, his name come up, and I was like, oh, I've heard his name a lot. I know he's done a bunch of superhero stuff. Um, I know he's done some of the Spider Man movies and some of the Iron Man movies. Uh, he's the composer for Sin City. Ooh. Um, um, I also. For some reason, remember him from Elf. That was a
1: good
0: one.
1: I like Sin City. Yeah, they got
0: him for this movie. The soundtrack nice. wasn't anything special, ultimately, but no, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. I watched <laughs> Sin
1: City 2 not that long ago because it, it's on Netflix. I already re it. Oh, fuck, that's bad.
0: Oh, really? I don't remember that one.
1: The only good part is the part that's actually based on uh, a previous graphic novel. Like, they based uh, one of them, the main part of the movie off of A Dame to Kill For. Mm. Uh, and then the rest of them are all new stories. Oh, there might be one short story. I think the be- very beginning is, like, a short short story from the Who's Brought and Bullets graphic novel. But, yeah. Uh, the rest of them are, like, new stories that uh, Frank Miller came up with for uh for the the movie and they're they're terrible they're
0: real bad yeah that's a shame just like Doctor Who the movie just like Doctor the movie.
1: so bad
0: do not watch it don't watch
1: it um yeah, so that's uh that's the retro craptacular uh podcast for this month. Thank you for joining us
0: and thanks to Thomas uh, thanks to Thomas for the suggestion man um
1: even though. We hated it. Yeah. I think it's still made for an entertaining episode. And you know what? For me, it it was almost it's almost worth saying that it's crap just for that scene of Doctor <laughs> Who getting machine gunned to death. It's you really, so really
0: like that scene. It's so
1: funny. It's so good. <laughs> I I laughed so hard at it. Oh, boy. Like if I Yeah, Oh. I don't know, like, it might be one of my favorite moments of, like, anything we've watched on this show. The it's whole show. So, wow. It's so good. I mean, like, aside from, like, like, if I'm ranking them, what are the things we watched? Roadhouse is number one, obviously. It's so good. Um, like, like yeah, I don't know, this is up there, man. That's, like, that <laughs> moment, that moment alone, not the whole movie, but that moment alone probably makes, like, my top five. Like, do we watch Galaxy Invader on this? No, no, we didn't watch that. As part of this, Galaxy Invader, when the guy at the very end—that has a, another like top five moment. Horrible movie, but my god, the very ending of that movie—it's is something. Um, just a very awkward final death—and it's hilarious. If you remember Galaxy Invader at all,
0: I don't. To be honest, not
1: important. We, we'll watch it as part of the show. Uh, we, we'll be back next month with a movie we will. review for you. Uh, I'm trying to decide what we should do, and maybe I'll I'll put us out there. Uh, we could either watch because there's a Star Wars movie coming in December. We could either watch one of the Ewoks movies. I vote the second one oh. because the first one is real real bad, and the second one is only kind of bad. Hmm. Or. I heard about this movie that was like a Hallmark Channel TV movie or whatever. It was made in Canada. Uh, or maybe it was made by the Gay Channel. There's like a Canadian gay TV channel that made a Christmas movie where um the main family has two dads and It's not talked about or addressed, really. It's just a normal thing. This family has two dads. But in order to sell this movie in the States, they shot every scene with the two dads. As soon as they got the take, they would replace one of the dads with a mom. What? And so they made a straight version of the movie for the American audience. I'm not shitting you. This is a real thing. It's called uh, Too Cool for Christmas. Look it up. Um, What? And it's released under two different titles, and, and one of them is on Amazon Prime, and the other one's on Hulu. So what we could do is, like, watch both, and then do a compare and contrast. Because <laughs> apparently it's like, the movie is identical, except for in one of them, the main family is a two-dad, a, a two-dad, two it a sounds doodad. like doodad, but two-dad, it's a two-dad situation. And then the other one is just a, a, a mom. It's a straight situation. Which, like, sounds... Because like, I'm assuming the movie itself is probably kind of bad. Because it's like a TV movie. Like a made-for-TV are... Christmas, made Christmas movie. Probably just pretty shit in general. Probably. Um, but I imagine the, the straight version is just even worse. Because it's just that much more average, you know? Probably. So we could watch that.
0: i got to watch it to find out.
1: I don't know. What do you think? Ewok movie or gay dad Christmas movie?
0: I mean when you word it like that, <laughs> there's only one answer. I don't know, maybe we should uh leave it up to the uh the fans to decide.
1: Ooh, yeah, do uh do do a Twitter poll?
0: Yeah. Okay. Or just okay. ask or just ask Thomas. Just email Thomas, like, Thomas. Just email Thomas, <laughs> hey, man. we really don't Does want order- to decide again. You do it again, yeah. You do it for us, yeah. Um, We
1: could. We could do that. I'm kind of leaning towards the Ewok movie, because one, it's only one movie. <laughs> that saves a bit of time. <laughs> and two, I think it'll make for a better episode, because I don't know that there will be enough content in that, other, to, other than to be like, well, in the one version of the movie, they had two dads, so... <laughs> Which we
0: already covered, really. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of just covered it now.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm more just like I'm kind of like kind of shocked that this exists, but in another way I'm really not. And I wanna know if they made enough money selling it to the American market to make it worth shooting every scene with the two dads in it again.
0: It's a good question. You know?
1: Yeah. And then like how do you decide which one gets replaced? because nah. one of those dads is going to be doing twice the work it's true. i mean on set right like one of those actors is going to be doing twice the work the other one gets to do just the one movie and you get paid and like you know every every scene he gets to like go back to his trailer take a nice little break kick up his heels have a coconut water uh, while they bring mm. in the mom and they're like get in there and Straighten this out for us so that we can Straighten sell it to America. Out. No, I did it on purpose. Yeah. It's it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woof. So I want to know. I want to know if it was worth it. Basically. Maybe I'll do some research and I'll report back next month. When yeah, we'll sounds watch the good. EWOC In movie. the
0: meantime, we'll just yeah watch the Ewok
1: movie. Sounds cool. Good. Sounds good. Um,
0: dude, it's gonna be weird not going to see Star Wars with you at Christmas, man. Ugh. am it's
1: gonna be. So I bought be, my I'll usual thinking of you. block of tickets. Oh, I'll be thinking of you, too. Make sure you wear your sweater. Oh, of course. Snatch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I bought my usual block of tickets, and I was like, ah, I can't wait to go with all my friends. No.
0: Uh, we usually, like, sit beside each other, too. Uh, I know. So sad.
1: Nah, I'll be fine. It'll be good. I'm going with my bandmates and my lovely girlfriend and my parents going to be a blast.
0: I'll be going with Zelda.
1: Oh, and Mike. Mike's going to be you going to take your dog to the theater?
0: Yeah, Just I want to see how that goes. <laughs> Leave your wife at home. Uh, yep.
1: Like, look after the house, dear. I'll be back in a couple of hours.
0: <laughs> I'm taking the dog.
1: Oh, that would be good. Uh, Anyways, this is winding down. But, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll talk about Star Wars probably in January.
0: Yeah.
1: We'll try and get the next episode out before uh, before the new Star Wars movie comes out. But, uh, yeah, until next time. Oh, I guess i got to do the thing that I do.
0: Yeah, we uh, still haven't I, really done the, yeah, the ending amble.
1: All right, here we go. I'll see how fast I can do it. Uh, if you like this show, please leave a comment and a review on iTunes. You can do it right on the app. Uh, give us a five-star review. It really helps. Uh, if you give us a five-star review, thank you. If you didn't, uh, thank you for reviewing anyways. I suppose. Um, but uh, if you can't be bothered to do that, I guess. Uh, oh shit! Uh, I guess tell a friend. That's another great way to, uh, uh, you know, support the show. If you like it, tell someone who you also think might like it, or just retweet it or whatever. Um, you can find the show on all the major podcasting. Uh, listening apps like iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify. We have a YouTube channel. Um, I think that's it. Uh, Oh, you can reach us uh, at RetroCrapPod on all social medias and RetroCrapPod at gmail.com if you want to be as cool as Thomas and email (laughs) in a suggestion. Because guess what? Thomas is the shit. He is so cool. Yeah, he's so fucking cool because he emailed in not only a suggestion for a movie to watch, but then like ten episodes of Doctor Who spanning both eras. So, so cool, dude's suggesting stuff up the wazoo. It's and crazy. You know what? I am gonna watch some of those episodes and I'll report back to you online. What? I'm gonna do it. Wow. If I can find if I can find an easy way to do it because I think they took Doctor Who off Netflix.
0: I think they did. Yeah.
1: So I might have to do some VPNing slash but um, <laughs> but uh, yeah I'll, I'll I'll see what I can do I'll watch as many as I can I'll report back to you maybe you know see if my uh, my tune has changed on, on the whole Doctor Who scenario hmm. but uh, yeah that does it for this edition of the Retro Crabtacular thank you for listening please watch the scene of Doctor Who getting machine guns to death <laughs> and as always uh Keep watching crap.